Hello, welcome to World Music Matters. This coronavirus has put paid to live music for the moment. All the summer festivals here in France have been cancelled. And if, like me, you're frustrated at not being able to get that very physical high from listening to live music, and if you happen to like jazz, then I strongly recommend you check out the Netflix series The Eddie. Hey, bonsoir. On est fermé. Hey, hey, hey. I'm here for money. What's wrong with you? Your club has debts. Your club has big problems. On a mis tout ce qu'on a, tout, tout, tout ce qu'on a dedans. The Eddie is the story of a struggling jazz club in modern-day multicultural Paris. And while it has international stars on board like André Holland, who starred in Moonlight, Joanna Coolidge, who shone out in Cold War, and Amanda Stenberg of Hunger Games fame, the real star is undoubtedly music itself and jazz in particular. The first two episodes were directed by the Oscar-winning Damien Chazelle, who shot to stardom through Whiplash and then La La Land, two films that gave pride of place to music. And a real jazz band, The Eddie, was formed specially for the series. One of the six members is the Paris-based Haitian-Canadian saxophonist Joey Oumissil. He'll be talking to us a bit later. But first, let's hear from the composer Glenn Ballard, who, along with Randy Kerber, wrote all the original songs recorded by the band and which fueled Jack Thorne's storyline. It started with one song and an idea of a jazz club in Paris in the current day And it was my fantasy band playing in my jazz club. <laughs> and that was a long time ago. That was The first song was written in 2007. And because I've lived in Paris off and on my adult life, I always loved the fact that Paris still had jazz clubs, still had young people going to the clubs, listening to music, being played live. And so I had this concept of a club that I called the Eddie, This perfect jazz club where you could go and have the greatest band in the world up there and a great singer, and you could find some kind of connection with that music and work out some of your own problems. So, yes, it started with the music, and it started with this concept of a club in Paris. Eddie, it's literal and metaphorical. 
an eddy in a river like the Seine River is a whirlpool of water. And if you're swimming in a river and you get caught in one, it will pull you under. And so Seine River factors metaphorically and literally into this idea of the eddy. And I grew up two blocks from the Mississippi River, which is a really big river, and it has eddies. So I'm sort of connecting the jazz of Mississippi and New Orleans to the jazz of Paris. And, and so the eddy is this whirlpool that pulls you under. And that's kind of the idea of the club where you get pulled in by the music. It's so seductive and you find something in your own soul that you don't mind that it's pulling you under. Here's where we dare To strip it all back Sit with your I just had such a great group of directors and a writer, Jack Thorne, who really wanted to show the sacrifice and the love and the problems that go along with trying to play jazz in this time and doing it in, on a new kind of Paris, a new multicultural Paris, which is not the Paris that we're expecting to see. So on every level, it's kind of reinventing what jazz could be in the current day. And it's also a love letter to all the people who still want to do it and who still put the years and years of work into it for these great moments that happen on stage. Some kind of nostalgia trip to the heyday of jazz in Paris Saint-Germain. The action is set in the more recent Paris on the east side in the more multicultural part of town. This song, Au Milieu, features vocals from French rapper Soupico. Faut que je trouve une idée. Moi, Igo, juste une idée. Ne me demande rien de zère, ça. Ne me demande rien de zère, ça. Si ce gars veut pas faire de passe, je sais que ce gars va pas faire de passe. Ne me demande rien, je gère ça. Ne me demande rien, je gère ça. We have a lot of North African influences coming into our music, through Sopico especially, and we really try to study the North African movement in jazz and really try to marry it to what is really a truly international band. And in every way, I think it's showing that jazz is an international language now. You know, we have a drummer from Croatia, a sax player from Haiti, a bass player from Cuba, a piano player from the United States, a trumpet player from Paris, and a singer from Poland. But they all share this language, which is jazz, and it's really high musicianship. 
mean, for the last 20 years, most of the songs that are on the radio are not people playing music together. It's done around computers. So for me, this show is hopefully is a way to let people see what it's like when six great musicians get on stage together and they can really play and they play off of each other. Saxophonist Joey Omisil plays Joey in the Eddie Band. And as he told me, it was a thrilling experience to act in a series where music plays such a key role. They proposed to put back uh, the projectors on jazz. I was really uh, delighted with this proposal. is the main part that is highlighted in the Eddy. And we must pay attention to that because um, we don't have a lot of times where we can have music in the forefront like that, where you could see the musician processing music and how they are conducting their life with their lifestyle. And this series would put back the people in place where, especially with this confinement things, like where they could pay attention and be like, yeah, really, like the comments I've been getting, and you know, it really touched my spirit. I needed that. Yeah. And I think even now, post-lockdown, we still can't go out and watch people playing live. We can't go to concerts. So this, exactly. this series actually is a way of soothing us and reminding us of how wonderful it can be to listen to music live and have whole pieces of music. It's worth reminding people we're not just having you know, a 30-second clip of saxophone. We, we hear whole pieces of music. Yeah, and then we hear a whole piece of music. We're having a conversation. This is a conversation. This is a dialogue. So um, you have people that, that, that say, I'm going to the Eddie tonight, you know? So they go into the club. They're actually taking the Netflix series to go and travel, to go places where they cannot go today. Like, you cannot go to a club and have an audience. We cannot forget that the audience feed us. So now you're saying that we're going to play in empty spaces. It's not the same dynamic. It's not the same thing. So, yes, it's a great thing that the Eddie came out in this particular period where we are confined and we cannot hear live music. Glenn Ballard, one of the main composers, along with Randy Kerber, he said that he wrote the music and the songs to be easy to listen to but difficult to play. Now, how yes. challenging did you find it, playing the music itself? Yeah, yeah they, they succeeded in that. I was telling <laughs> Randy, I was telling Randy that, oh, Randy Kerber, and also Glenn, I told them both the same thing. I said, oh, 
I feel like I'm back at Berkeley, 19 years old, <laughs> 1997, and I got to learn how to play, to play this music, you know, this, this traditional music, but now today, because they evolved the music. So um, their writing was really challenging, but it, it sounds it sound pretty easy when you hear it. great melodies they put together and it's true that music was not easy to play and we cannot forget we had to learn it by heart because when we're recording on set we couldn't be reading one two three For real, so if you're messing up, it's gonna show. <laughs> you cannot be messing up, so you really gotta know your thing. And you know, some of those pieces had like six pages, eight pages to memorize. It's really something that was an asset for me to do this series, really, because it brought me close to a world, the cinema, you know that I always admired, but that I didn't know. So I got in the big door with Damien Chazelle as a director. That's like a dream come true. Damien Chazelle famously directed La La Land, uh, got a load of Oscars for that. So he insisted, as you say, that the musicians also act in the show. So you, you had no experience, I understand, of, of acting either in theatre or mm. film. So a great opportunity, but it can't have been easy. It didn't come easy, and then it's a learning process. It's like I said before, it's like yeah. as if I was like literally 19. You get in this character's skin. It's a young, upcoming musician that's hungry for life and uh, for the best things also in life. And then you got to play that role and get under that skin. And that was not easy because I realized in music, you have the instrument to channel your inside, your inner self. In acting, you have only your body. Your body is your instrument. So I learned that it all comes from your guts to the image, onto the camera, and you cannot lie. You don't have to say anything. You don't even have to open your mouth. The expression, the emotion is supposed to show. It was really challenging. Joey, do you have a favorite composition from all the music that's on those eight episodes of The Eddie? Yes, I have many. The Eddie, the track The Eddie, is the ultimate favorite because we did a ballad version and an up tempo version that is 
holy sick. <laughs> it's just out of it's so dope, so up tempo and like on some John Coltrane. Or Much more freestyle, that's right. Wow, freestyle. There you have it. And this, this is where it gets out of control. Joey, as a musician, how did you like live through lockdown? And tell us just a little bit more about your projects. I produced a lot of different songs, more than 15 hours of music that I recorded. But what am I going to do with that? I'm going to release a new album um, before the end of this semester. Watch out for this album. It's entitled Lecture. Lecture. Yeah, Lecture. And it's something I never did before that I always wanted to do. Very controversial, perhaps, but it's really something I had to get out my system because it's it's free, really free music, you know. The lockdown was an unwanted lockdown. It's as if we got locked up. And as we got locked up, now we see how we are now today. We are excited. So we want to keep this excitement going. And the most important thing, we must remember that we all matter. We all matter. And when we will understand the essence of us being all one, everything will be just fine. I don't want to end on a negative note, but uh, with what with what's going on at the moment with George Floyd in the U.S. Yes. and with Adama Traoré here in yes. France, it certainly feels like we could do with a bit more of that all one philosophy. But we we're not there. We're not there. We're not there. And since we're not there, we're at war now. We are at war. We're at civil war. We don't call it like that, but we are there, and it's going to be very very detrimental for the next generation so we have to be very wise and we must remember we are all creatures on this planet we need to quit with all this excuse me with all this crap and then move very wisely and carefully with harmony we're back to music and that's a positive note right there That was Haitian-Canadian saxophonist Joey Omisil ending this week's World Music Matters. I hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, why not subscribe on your favourite podcast platform? Until next week, from me, Alison Hurd, bye-bye.